Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fantasy Football Now. I'm here with Jake. Hello. What will this podcast bring to you? This podcast brings knowledge and will help you with your fantasy football season starting today. And win some money. Oh, yeah. Okay, so on our first episode today of Fantasy Football Now, we're going to go into our top five quarterbacks of who you should draft during your fantasy football drafts. So just to start it off, Sean, who do you have as your number one quarterback? If he's available when you want to draft your quarterback, who are you drafting? Patty Mahomes. And why is that? He's just so good. Like, his stats, he's mobile. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's just the best quarterback in the league as of right now. I 100% agree with this. Um, now, one thing people might worry about with Patrick Mahomes, and I know it is a myth, but I actually like to believe in these things, is he was just recently on the cover of Madden. So do you believe in the Madden curse, Sean? I do. I do believe in the Madden curse, but... I do think at some point it has to come to an end. I was actually worried writing my rankings about the Madden curse. And um, that is one thing that worried me about Mahomes, but I'm not really worried about it. It's just a, uh, it's, it's just something that people made up. Yeah, definitely. So just for you guys, if you guys don't, if you're new to fantasy football or are still debating about Patrick Mahomes, is last season he had 2,818 fantasy points. He This year, um, according to ESPN, he is projected to have a little less than that, 2,556 fantasy points, but that still leads the top out of all quarterbacks. Last season, he threw for 5,097 yards, 50 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions with two, fumble, with two fumbles. So, Sean, do you think his stats will be better or worse this year? They have to be worse. I mean, he can't have another performance like he did last year, but his performance last year was so good that it's setting the bar so high. But one thing about Mahomes that does intrigue me is that their defense is not top 10, top 15. It's bottom 10. So when it gets into those games with other high-scoring offenses, it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a shootout because their defense can't hold anyone. Yeah, I 100% agree, and that's what Patrick Mahomes brings to the table is that he's always put on the spotlight to make those big plays at the end of those big games, and at that time, you know, he has to use his big arm, and that leads to more fantasy points. So right now, um, according to ESPN, he is projected, uh, his average draft position has been the 17th overall pick, so see him going around there. He is listed, again, as a top quarterback, so whether or not you want to take him in the first round or not is up to you. Um, Sean, would you take Patrick Mahomes in the first round? I would not take a quarterback in any of the first three rounds. I think running backs and wide receivers are too important. Plus, you have guys who have the potential to break out, like Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Mitch Trubisky going later than that. And I think you can get a, I think you can get a more valuable player at that point in the draft. I yeah, I agree. I agree. So. Again, if you have um, a league of about 10 guys, then maybe you get a Mahomes when maybe Mahomes will slip a little bit. But if you have a league of about 14 guys, probably Mahomes is not your number one guy. You have other needs. And the person who will take Mahomes in the first round or very early on in the second round is hurting themselves because they're getting other positions that can get uh, more points per week. So... Now that Mahomes is done, again, as I said before, you might not want to get a quarterback in the first few rounds, and by that point, Mahomes will most likely be taken because with auto-draft, with other people knowing uh, about Mahomes and really want him. So, Sean, if Mahomes is gone, 
and you're really looking for a quarterback, who is the next guy you're going to draft? Drew Brees. And why is that? He is debatably the GOAT, top five quarterback of all time. And the reason being because he didn't have anything close to the talent that Tom Brady or Joe Montana had. Nothing close. His best receiver he's ever had wasn't even a receiver. It was Jimmy Graham. And he's not on the team anymore. But his best receiver is Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas is on his team now. He's got Alvin Kamara. He's got plenty of talent. And now he could be set up to have his best season of all time. Yeah, just um, completely agree. Drew Brees has always been that guy who has showed up in every single game and will produce numbers. He has, again, Alvin Kamara, who is one of, right now is the best running back in fantasy football because he's not only a running back, but he's also a catchback. And he has Michael Thomas, who right now is listed as the number one wide receiver in fantasy football as well. So, a Drew Brees last season had 2,175 fantasy points. So, Sean, do you think he will produce more fantasy points this year or less? More. I'm going with more. Um, I think Michael Thomas this upcoming season is going to have an unreal year, possibly end up above Julio as the number two wide receiver in fantasy by the end of the season. And with Alvin Kamara... Uh, mostly in the backfield instead of Mark Ingram, they'll be passing more. They'll be throwing the ball a lot more this year. I I see that happening. And I think that Drew Brees is going to be possibly the best quarterback in fantasy football this year. Yeah, I, I think actually Mark Ingram not being there anymore is even is a bigger thing for just for Drew Brees fantasy-wise because Mark Ingram was the running back where you knew they were going to run the ball. But with Alvin Kamara there's always a possibility where he's going to throw the ball more and Alvin Kamara has a lot of production in the backfield as a catchback. So, um, you know, with Mark Ingram gone now, that opens a door a lot more for Drew Brees just to throw the ball more, uh, you know, get more yardage and throw more touchdown passes. So uh, just last year, just some more statistics for you guys. He had almost th- uh, 4,000 yards passing, 32 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Do you think he's going to have more yards passing this year or less? How many yards passing? He had about 4,000 yards passing last year. Um, He's going to go above 4,000. He's going to go for maybe 4,200, maybe even 4,500, honestly. And if you look at his uh, touchdown to interception rate, 32 to 5, that's absolutely insane. That means you're getting those 32 touchdowns, but when he throws an interception, you lose points for it. He only threw five. Like, that shows his decision-making is through the roof, and you're just going to get a player who will get you 20 to 25 points every single game he plays. Yeah, definitely. He threw less interceptions and had less lost fumbles than Patrick Mahomes by more than half, actually. Now, this upcoming season, he's projected to have, ESPN projects him to have 29 touchdowns and 8 interceptions, which is kind of disrespectful, in my opinion. Um, I see him going for 30 to 35 touchdowns and... Less than eight, way less than eight interceptions, possibly like below five interceptions on the season. Yeah, definitely. Now, the one difference that I would say between Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes that's the biggest is Patrick Mahomes can produce fantasy points by ru- by running the ball and by carrying the ball occasionally. Drew Brees is not that quarterback. If you're looking for a quarterback to gain a lot of points on the ground, rushing wise, Drew Brees is definitely not the guy to go. Okay, great. So. 
we are in um, agreement that both Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees are the number one and two quarterbacks in fantasy. But most of the time, you'll have 10 to 14 teams in each fantasy league, and there's just definitely not a chance that you are either going to get Patrick Mahomes or Drew Brees, especially if you're in multiple leagues. So moving on to the three, four, and five quarterbacks, these are the guys that you are actually looking to target in your fantasy leagues just because you have a lot of needs um, at the beginning of the first uh, one to four rounds, you're trying to get wide receivers and running backs and just position players. So if you're trying to get a quarterback now, let's say you're in the fifth or sixth round, who are you trying to take as your next quarterback? Phillip Rivers. Really? Uh, yeah. Why is that? Because uh, the talent he has around him. He has Mike Williams, who I project to actually have a pretty good year this year. He has Keenan Allen, who is possibly one of the most underrated wide receivers in football. He has... Hopefully this upcoming season, Melvin Gordon. And depending on whether or not he has Melvin Gordon this year, could be a big game changer whether or not he's actually as productive as I expect him to be. But as of right now, Melvin Gordon is still on the team. Last year, Rivers threw for 4,300 yards, 32 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Still, I mean, he's a productive player. He makes pretty good decisions. He has a lot of talent surrounding him, and I think that he will be the third best quarterback in fantasy this year. That's really interesting to me because Phil Rivers is a quarterback where personally I don't think it's him as number three, but if you are looking to draft Phil Rivers, definitely don't try to draft him and at the top of the rounds. You can definitely find him slipping all the way down to the later rounds of your draft. But uh, I, I actually heard something very interesting you said. You said about Keenan Allen, and I do agree that Keenan Allen is one of the best wide receivers in the league, but he has a very high tendency to get injured. So if Keenan Allen gets injured, do you still find Phillip Rivers as that number three quarterback in fantasy? I don't. I don't. I think Rivers' success um, mainly banks on him <clears throat> and his relationship with Keenan Allen and Last year we saw him connect with Mike Williams a couple times for pretty good plays, but and that could turn into a great thing this year too, but I see him and Keenan Allen being the most important part of that offense. And if Keenan Allen gets hurt, then he only has Mike Williams, and Mike Williams cannot be the number one guy on that offense. Yeah, and just another thing about Phillip Rivers is that he does have Austin Eckler in the backfield as a catchback. Because right now, as it stands, Melvin Gordon is not trying to is, – is still holding out of his contract. So at the moment, Melvin Gordon is not going to be that running back in the backfield. And we'll get more into that when we get to our running backs episode. But for Phillip Rivers, when he doesn't have Melvin Gordon in the backfield, does that actually help him in fantasy or does that hurt him? When he doesn't have Melvin When he does Gordon? not have Melvin Gordon in the backfield. I mean, it obviously hurts him. Melvin Gordon's the top five running back in the league. Um and Austin Eckler cannot perform the way uh, Melvin Gordon can. Austin Eckler was a great third down back for them last year, but he can't run the ball. He can't take the pressure off the uh, passing offense. He can't take the pressure off Phillip Rivers. So every single time Phillip Rivers and Austin Eckler step on the field together, people are expecting pass, not run. And that will prepare the defense to be able to stop Phillip Rivers and the offense. I think this is a big year for Phillip Rivers. This, he's you know proven that he is one of the top quarterbacks in the league, but he's never shown to the fullest amount that he can you know take his team and win a Super Bowl. So I think this is a big year for him and seeing if he's really worth being in that top-tier stat. But in my opinion, I do not even see him in the top five, Sean. I see him maybe around eight. And for that, my number three quarterback 
is Cam Newton. Cam Newton, uh, ever since he joined the league, has been, you know, a great quarterback, but he's been an even better fantasy quarterback. And Cam Newton has shown that although he does not have the best wide receiver weapons around him, he gets points running the ball, he gets points throwing touchdown passes, and he gets points rushing touchdowns. He leads the league in rushing touchdowns um, the past three years. And Cam Newton, not to mention, is just that guy where he can perform for you. Now, he's not always listed as a top quarterback, but he's a guy that could slip all the way down to, again, that seventh or eighth round when you're starting to look for a quarterback. Last season, he had um, about just over 1,800 fantasy points, and he threw for about 3,400 yards, had 24 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. So he does throw a little more interceptions than other quarterbacks that we've already spoken about, but that's made up with his rushing yards. He almost he rushed for 488 yards last year and rushed for four touchdowns. And those just throw into just more fantasy points. So in my opinion, I put Cam Newton at number three. What do you want to say about that, Sean? Incorrect. And I say this with all confidence in the world. Cam Newton is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. I'm a Bears fan. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is overrated. And I think Cam Newton is more overrated than Aaron Rodgers. Yup. Cam Newton has literally shown one year that he can lead his team to success. One year out of his career. Once. Cam Newton can run the ball. Good for him. Good for him. Nobody cares as a quarterback if you can run the ball. And fantasy-wise, sure, he's a pretty good fantasy quarterback. That's why I have him at number five, because he can run. But he also only threw 24 touchdowns to 13 interceptions last year. If you look at Phillip Rivers and compare those two without Cam Newton's running stat, rushing stats, then, I mean, they're not even, they're not even comparable. They, Phillip Rivers is just such a better passer than him. And... <clears throat> But one thing that does actually intrigue me about Cam Newton this year is that last year, DJ Moore, I expected to have a great year. He didn't have a great year. But this upcoming season, if Greg Olson can stay on the field and DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, he does have a lot of weapons to throw to. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think his greatest weapon is Christian McCaffrey. You know, we were speaking about Austin Eckler being a good catchback in the backfield. Christian McCaffrey is the best of them all. You know, he's, I, in my opinion, I think he's a better catchback than even Alvin Kamara is because he just produces those points. You know, Christian McCaffrey can run the ball so he can take the pressure off Cam Newton, but he also has that weapon where Cam Newton, you don't always know if he's just going to quickly go and, you know, throw a screen pass to him or he can catch a pass 50 yards downfield. So, in my opinion, that's Cam Newton's greatest weapon right now is Christian McCaffrey. Right now, Cam Newton is rostered on about 94% of teams, so a lot of guys, a lot of teams in fantasy have him at the moment but don't try to draft Ken Newton until probably the seventh or eighth round if you're looking to get a quarterback like that okay so we did have some you know arguments about the number three quarterback and I don't think that's going to change for number four Sean who do you have as your number four quarterback if again your top three are taken you need somebody else to come in there who are you drafting as your quarterback for your fantasy football team Tom Brady why what? No. Yeah. Tom Brady just makes players better. He makes his wide receivers better. Um, Danny Amendola, he made a great wide receiver. Julian Edelman, he made a great wide receiver. Um, and now he has Josh Gordon, who just actually got reinstated. He has... 
Well, Gronk left, but I'm not too worried about that. He has James White coming out of the backfield. Tom Brady's just a great quarterback. Ended at number seven last year. And this year, he could honestly have a better year when people keep questioning him. People keep questioning his age and everything that he's doing, quote-unquote, wrong. He just proves them all wrong. So I see him being in the top five and, as of right now, number four on my list. One thing I'll say about Brady is that occasionally last year he could have a game where he had about 35 to 40 fantasy points, and then other days he'll have 11. So that's my one concern with Tom Brady right now is he has not shown that he has been a consistent fantasy quarterback. Now, not to you know, he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time in football, but we're talking about fantasy here. And he has to produce week in and week out. And again, last year against the Bills, he had one of the worst games of his career when he only threw for about 100 yards total. So what do you say about that? And, you know, I just don't think as, as a number four quarterback total, and if you're trying to make him, you know, your fantasy quarterback, I wouldn't take him until the 11th or 12th round if he slips that far. Well, who do you have at number four? So I have Deshaun Watson as my number four quarterback. There's a few things for that. Deshaun Watson, you know, it took him a year or two to get really adjusted to the league. And last year he came out and he had, you know, one of the best seasons of his career. Not to mention he has the top, one of the top three wide receivers in DeAndre Hopkins. He now has Wolf Fuller, who's coming back from an injury. And he has just a lot of weapons around him. And he himself has been making players just look really good. He took a struggling Texans team, who does have a very good defense, and he turned that offense around. And now, now they have a really solid team that can make it pretty far in the playoffs this year. And that is because of Deshaun Watson. Not to mention, also, he is a running quarterback. Um, just like Cam Newton, he produces yards on the ground and can produce touchdowns. And that is what you want of a fantasy quarterback. Fantasy quarterbacks... You know, the best of them don't just throw all the time. You know, for, for fantasy, you get more yards on the ground, especially in, in, in a standardized league. You get t- a point for every 10 yards rushed. You get a point for every 25 yards thrown. So if you have a quarterback that can run on the ground as well as throw the ball, that can make for a very good fantasy quarterback. So I have Deshaun Watson as my number four quarterback. Well, they also have the bottom 10, <clears throat> bottom 10 offensive lines in the league. Um he has no support in the backfield. All he has is DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. Um, there's he, there's no running game there. There's none. There's no offensive line. And without him being protected, he could have another injury. And Will Fuller being as injury prone as he is, it's very questionable as to just how productive he can be on the ground. But, I mean, with DeAndre Hopkins, anything is possible, in my opinion. And with the Patriots... Back to Tom Brady real quick. Tom Brady is also has one of his easiest schedules of his career probably right now. In this upcoming season, he plays about three actually good secondaries. And he will just pick apart those other secondaries that he plays against. One of the weakest defensive divisions in the league. And the only thing that worries me about Tom Brady would be finding a streamer in the last three weeks of the season in playoffs. That's the only thing that worries me about Brady. But with Watson, he could have an outstanding year, end up top five, even top three in fantasy. But with that offensive line, I don't see that happening. I just going back to just Watson, like what I really like about Watson, again, he, he threw for 26 touchdowns last year and only not his interceptions. And interceptions, you know, it could worry you. He also threw for 4,100 yards, which is like up there in the top five quarterbacks. But 
On the ground, he ran the ball 99 times, only fumbled it three times, and rushed for five touchdowns. You know, that set alone, that's 30, that's, you know, 30 fantasy points right there with those five touchdowns. And I see him rushing for another five to six touchdowns this season. I see him actually running for more fantasy yards. I can see him having over, you know, 700 yards on the ground rushing um, in addition to having the 400 yards passing. So I see Deshaun Watson as my number four. Sean, you see Tom Brady as your number four. Okay, so now that we're done with the top four, we're getting to our number five quarterback. This is probably the most realistic situation for all of you who really want to get, you know, those running backs and those wide receivers and even tight ends as your first, you know, seven to eight rounds. And you might have those people in your league who are trying to get those top four quarterbacks that we both said, you know, although we have different lists, all quarterbacks are very plausibly could go as the top four quarterbacks in your league. So when you're looking for a quarterback and still a very good quarterback for your fantasy league, but you also don't want to get him, you know, waste one of your first five picks for these guys. The number five quarterback that we're going to tell you is probably the guy to go. And right now, I would, if he was injured, I would tell you right away to go for Andrew Luck. But there's so many questions with his injuries right now that I probably wouldn't go with Andrew Luck. So for that, I know it's a very debatable topic to speak about for this guy, but I say Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield right now has definitely the best weapons of all fantasy quarterbacks. He just has everyone around him with... Odell, he has Jarvis Landry, he now has a killer backfield with Nick Chubb, he's about to get Kareem Hunt after four games, you know, he just has everyone around him, he has David Njoku with his tight end, like, he just has a lot of weapons, and although he's still, you know, trying to learn the league, it's gonna be his second year, he did very well last year, but, you know, still, there's a lot of questions if he can really lead a very good team, this is a year for him to prove himself, and I think this is definitely gonna be a step up from last year. I love Baker Mayfield. Last year, he had 1,981 fantasy points. I see him getting close to 2,300 fantasy points this year. He threw for about 3,700 yards last year with 27 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Now, you know, those numbers are very good, but the interceptions are something I do kind of worry about. But that being said, I think his um, yards passing is definitely going to increase this year. He's going to throw for about 33 touchdowns. And... I do say that his interceptions will go down. I think he'll only throw for about 12 interceptions, which is still a lot, but it's less than he had last season. So I say Baker Mayfield as the number five quarterback. And if you're, again, if you're looking for a quarterback in like the 10th round, you know, you're looking for somebody who you want to draft, but you're still not too sure about, but you still want a safe pick. Baker Mayfield is that quarterback for number five. Sean, who do you have as your number five quarterback? And for most people, the target as their quarterback this year. Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons, dirty quarterback, Julio Jones, top five wide receiver in the league. And, I mean, the Matt Ryan, uh, he's just a great player. Uh, with Julio Jones, um, he's also got Mohamed Sanu. And, um, listen, he, last year he threw for 35 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's almost as much as Drew Brees that's almost he threw for almost 5000 yards last year ended as the third best fantasy quarterback he's uh his average draft position is 60 or 59.9 60 um and this year he's projected to do a little uh, not as well as last year but still 31 touchdowns and eight interceptions projected to have 4600 yards that is a great quarterback right there 
But the one thing I will say about my Ryan is, you know, he does have a tendency, you know, some years he will have as great of a year fantasy-wise as he did last year. But if you remember two years ago, you know, he had a horrific fantasy run. I actually had him on my team, and I was so disappointed in him. You know, he averaged like 15 points a game. So, you know, you're just, he's so inconsistent fantasy-wise, you know, throughout the year. And it's the same thing I would say about Tom Brady is that, you know, for him it's just yearly. You know, some years he is, has just a great year in general, and then the next, you know, he just does really poorly. And he is in a division where it's a very tough division, you know, being with the Panthers um, – and, you know, they are always, you know, going for that playoff spot. And he does have a tendency to, you know, make mistakes in big-time decisions. Uh, not to mention, you know, Julio Jones is a great wide receiver, but he did have some scares with some injuries last year. So I would say, you know, if Julio Jones is not up to par. Also, Devontae Freeman was injured last year, too. And Devontae Freeman is coming back this year, but Tevin Coleman's gone, which is his catchback. Ito Smith. Ito Smith. That's all I have to say. Edo Smith is a comparable or is comparable to Tevin Coleman as a receiving back out of the backfield. And he also has Austin Hooper. So I'm not too worried. Um I mean if Julio goes down, that's a huge loss. But Matty Ice is still Matty Ice, so in my opinion, I would not get Matt Ryan with the fantasy pick. But this year he has been going about at the sixty range, you know, in average picks. And it's still owned by 97% of people. So most people still think he's a great quarterback. In my opinion, I wouldn't get him until 12th round, at least. So now we're done with the top five quarterbacks. I want to go into one bust of a quarterback so you don't you know, make that mistake in drafting somebody, as well as one sleeper quarterback. So starting with the bust, do not draft Kyler Murray this year. On ESPN right now, he is projected to go higher than Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, and Phillip Rivers, as well as Mitchell Trubisky. Do not draft Kyler Murray. He is a rookie. He is not doing well in the preseason at the moment. He has some weapons, but Larry Fitzgerald is getting really old, and Christian Kirk is not a developed wide receiver, and David Johnson gets injured. So do not get Kyler Murray. Don't take Aaron Rodgers. Just don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your fantasy team. Don't do it to that $20 that you put into your fantasy league. Just don't do it. He has two players to throw to, not including Aaron Jones. Uh, He has Jimmy Graham and Devontae Adams. That's it. And I see Devontae Adams possibly having a down year. And Aaron Rodgers is the third best quarterback on ESPN right now. I don't think he's worth that pick. So, again, do not take Kyler Murray. Or Aaron Rodgers. Now, one quarterback you guys should really take consider getting as a sleeper quarterback. You know, if you really are not looking to get a great one of those top five quarterbacks and the later rounds of the draft, you're going to the bottom five rounds of the draft. I suggest you get Jimmy Garoppolo. He has George Kittle, who is now one of the top tight ends in the league. He has Marcus Goodwin, who is so fast, and he just got Tevin Coleman, who is one of the best catchbacks in the league. That all puts into more fantasy points. He's projected to get 142 fantasy points this year. That's top five in the league right now. Who do you have, Sean? Mitch Trubisky. He's got the weapons. He's got the talent on his team. It's just a matter of whether he can step up or not. He has the coach in Matt Nagy, the Andy Reid protege. He has been set up for success this year with Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, Trey Burton, Tariq Cohen, Cordero Patterson, just so many weapons on that offense, a top 10 offensive line in the league. There's no reason Mitch shouldn't do well this year. So two sleepers, I should, again, just to reiterate, is Jimmy Garoppolo from the 49ers and Mitch Trubisky of the Chicago Bears. 
So that just does it for the quarterback round of our fantasy podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Please keep listening to our content. We're going to be putting out so much content every single week because it is fantasy football season. It's finally here. We've waited so long for it. So our next episode will definitely be running backs. It's coming to you very shortly. And next will be wide receivers. And we're just going to get to every single group of fantasy just so you can draft your best fantasy football team and take home that prize of either money, a trophy, or just not even doing you know a dare that your friends are making you do. So for that, my name is Jake Singer. I'm Sean Foster. And we're out.